Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast that is normally like hanging out at the video store. But this week, you'd be—you'd probably be at a weird video store if this is what was happening. Because I've had a an idea for something a little bit different this week. Now, Chris is is out of town, so uh, we couldn't continue our Boba Fett coverage or whatever else we were we, we would normally be talking about. So I apologize. Uh, but this week, I, I have something that I have been thinking about doing for a while and um, I think I'm going to make it a regular podcast. It'll it'll live on its own on a separate feed somewhere. So um, I'll share that information when it happens. But uh, for now, I thought I'd share with you the first episode of my new show, A Sound Idea, uh, where I play sounds for my guests. Usually it's a creative person who I'm trying to, uh, I, I almost said provoke, but that makes it sound like we're going to fight. Uh, I'm trying to play them a sound which will then inspire them to come up with something interesting to talk about, either a story or some sort of memory or an idea that they thought of at that time. Some, something, something interesting. So uh, I'm, I'm very happy with the way it went. Um, so my, my, my guest this week is someone who you've heard on our show before, uh, Dylan Irwin, who uh, actually, if you're looking for Boba Fett coverage, his show, The Millennium Falconer's Book Club, is doing some excellent Boba Fett coverage weekly. So if you're looking for some Boba conversations, check that out. It's a great show anyway. You should you should be doing that. Leave them a review. Give them some love. And uh, I hope today you'll enjoy my conversation I had with Dylan. Um, I really did. So in two weeks, we'll be back to the normal, your normal, you know, uh, nerds, geeks, in the kitchen sink stuff. But for this week, here's something a little bit different. I hope you enjoy it. And let me know if you do. Um, please uh, comment in the Discord. Let me know what you thought. Um, what could be better? What what should stay the same? Anything. Have a great couple of weeks, and we'll talk to you soon. Welcome to A Sound Idea. I'm Dustin Kreft. This is a show where I try to inspire my guests by playing them a handful of sound effects and opening whatever conversational doors we may unlock along the way. My guest today is author and podcaster Dylan Irwin. For what it's worth, I want listeners to know, I, I literally have no idea what these sounds are going to be. No. no this, this isn't, I'm not a plant here. And so... No, <laughs> this is an experiment. I, it, it may go completely sideways. Who knows? But I thought you'd be the perfect kind of guinea pig oh, yeah. to try this on because you got this, you got this, you know, like, uh, I don't know. It's called creativity, I guess. Oh. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to just say the first thing that comes to mind if it's no matter what it is. <clears throat> yeah. Because I don't, even if you're just making something up, I, I mean, don't want to give myself too much time to think about it because that's when that's I, probably the best way to do it. Yeah. That's when it gets bad. Yeah. Okay. Like even, even if you come up with like a concept or something, just like if it, if it sparks anything, whatever, whatever the spark is, you light that fire, baby. Okay. 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 I have, um, okay. <laughs> I have six sounds for you in total. Okay. Um, and I'm ready to give you the first sound. Are you ready for the first sound? I am ready for the first sound. Hit me. Okay. 
Okay. Okay, so... I, uh, I have never been scuba diving <clears throat> in my life. It's an idea or it's a, it's a concept that seems really awesome in, in you know, theory, but in practice, I think it's thessalophobia or something like that, fear of large objects, fear of objects underwater. Um, and hearing that, I just, I get this, I get this idea. And I, the first thing that I thought of, like within the first like three seconds was, I'm underwater, it's completely dark, and all I hear is the sound of the breathing in my respirator. And it makes me realize that, you know, in theory, I want to go scuba diving, but in practice, that might be the single most horrifying thing that a person can do. Because not only are you in an area that we know less about than outer space, but if you screw up somehow, if something goes wrong and your suit malfunctions, your lungs could be crushed. You could be eaten by God knows what. And I think that what that sound really tells me is that being above water is kind of more what I'm into. You know what I mean? And, 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 and more specifically, the longer that sound went on, I'm like, okay, I'm hearing my breathing. I'm hearing my breathing. Is this still just my breathing I'm hearing? What else is this sound? What else is going on? Since our sound is, we can't hear underwater. You know, we just, that's why you have a diver's clap and all that stuff. Sure. And I'm just like, okay, what's going to happen to me if I actually pull the trigger? I go scuba diving. I'm down, you know, exploring, you know, whatever I'm exploring. I don't know, fish stuff. And, fish stuff. and, and all of a sudden I'm able to hear what's going on around me. It's like that, the audio that we get of the universe where they say it smells like seared beef and it sounds like chaos. Dude, I'm freaking out now. I didn't know I would go, I would immediately get scared, but I am. I, I, I know what you mean. I, I initially thought you were going to say like maybe you envisioned like a maw opening beneath you as oh, you're, yeah. you know, going through this underground or underwater landscape. Uh -huh. Yeah. Just, just like you see the teeth kind of. Oh, dude. Open. Yeah. And it's oh. down there. You know it's down there. You know it's there. Oh, oh God. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is exactly how I wanted this to start. <laughs> okay, good. Perfectly. Honestly, yes. So, good. yes. Very good answer. I did not expect you to go there. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. Uh, are you ready for the second sound? Yes. I'm going to do surround sound for this one. Okay. Having kids really makes you think about the legacy that you leave and about the future and about, um, you know, what your kids have to deal with that you didn't have to deal with. And without getting too political, everything we have going on with the climate freaks me out. Um, I feel like every once in a while I'll run across an article that says it's too late no matter what happens. But, <laughs> but you know, thinking about it. And seeing a lot of these kind of Hollywood and, and, and author depictions of what a climate ravaged, you know, post everything goes terribly last of us style thing. Yep. It almost seems like there is hope to be found, even if we screw things up. Like, like, I feel like we, it's kind of like whenever you get engaged. And a lot of times all you're focused on is the wedding. I want to get to the wedding, but you never think about what comes after the wedding. And that's when the important mm. stuff happens. So what happens if everything, you know, 
goes belly up? What happens if the world ends? And we're just left pretty much to contend with the nature that we destroyed. And so I hear this sound and I'm imagining, um, I don't know why, I'm imagining uh, Times Square uh, New York, in, in, in New York City. And it's after electricity doesn't work anymore. It's after the car stopped working. It's after everything that we kind of hedge our bets on for the sake of modernity um, is has gone away and nature started returning. And the wild dogs have taken uh, their place back on the streets and they're calling to each other, you know, from one end of the avenue to the other end of the avenue. And it just made me wonder, and it makes me think, what role will we play and what role will, will our children play if we get to that point? I'm getting, you know, hints of I am legend. I'm getting, I think I already mentioned The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. But, oh, you yeah. know, at, at first, the first thing I thought about was this is it's a canyon it's it's we're 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 back towards you know towards the american southwest we're back in in lawton oklahoma in the wichita mountains where i grew up then i'm like no i don't think it's that simple i think that this is a sound this is a concept this is an idea that really makes me think about the thing that comes after the end and what happens if the whole generation that's supposed to die, what happens if they live on? What happens if they're still there when the, when the dogs and the coyotes are back, when the, you know, when the technology stops working, when you need much more than a TikTok dance um, to survive? And I don't know, but that was comforting. It was like a little sound machine, an apocalyptic sound machine. I'm glad to hear you say that. <laughs> yeah. I think it could have been interpreted as something a little more unsettling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it was it was the sound of a fox in the woods is what it, is what it actually was. Oh, but dude. that doesn't matter to me. What what it what it was was what you described. Mm, I think, dude, I love I it. I think you, yeah, and incredible. I, no, I I think you made a really good point there, and it is kind of scary, but mm. also interesting to think about. Well, like what you said, what would our role be? Yeah, how would things be different? Oh, Man. what would it look like? That's yeah. The 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 what would it look like and. I, f- I think too it was influenced a lot by I don't know if you've been watching Wheel of Time at all on Amazon. I haven't. Um, I haven't. That I won't say anything. But for the, for those of you who have um, watched Wheel of Time, when you see some of the stuff from the Age of Legends, I, it kind of gives me that vibe. But then also like Horizon Zero Dawn. I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. I almost said something while yeah. you were talking, but I wanted to let you go. Yeah, but it's just, yeah. and I, I also think it's really weird how how affected we are by our upbringing and by our environment because. You know, growing up in in an area where where you know rural areas were readily accessible to me, and outside was readily mm. accessible, and animals were were everywhere. For me, it's comforting, um, and and it's just weird. Like the only example I can think about is my wife grew up right by train tracks, and so when she hears the sound of a train going by at night, it comforts her. I did not, right. and so it just annoys me <laughs> completely. <laughs> but so I'm not scared of the fox in the woods. I'm uh, I'm comforted because that means the ecosystem is still working for the most part. Yes, I love that you went that direction oh, thanks, after man. where you went the first time. Yeah, that you know. <laughs> but no, I don't want to. I don't want to steer the ship any one direction. So very it. cool, very cool to hear. You you look like a guy who's ready for sound number three. Oh, dude, I was born ready for sound number three. All right, all right. Here's sound number three. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
The thing about death is that it's unexpected. Death never takes the form that we expect it to take before and after the ones that we loved have left us. I feel like it was the most surprising when I lost my wife. We had just recently gotten married and we were thinking about having kids, but the world had other plans and well, she died shortly after we got married. And I remember it was shortly thereafter that I couldn't sleep. I don't know why I couldn't sleep. I guess I wish I could say that it was absence that made it so I couldn't sleep. I wish it was not having that reassuring shape on the other side of the bed, weighing it down, acting as a weight on me. But it wasn't that. It was, it was the singing that kept me up. They always tell you, that ghosts are things that you can see, that things that haunt you, that things that follow you, things that you see out of the corner of your eye. But I found that when my love left me, I could still hear her wherever I went. That's what I thought about. I feel like I should applaud. <laughs> no. Incredible. Like, like, okay, so... You Edgar Allan Poe looking motherfucker. <laughs> so, so like, dude, no, no joke. Like, this is something that I re that really kind of freaks me out, and I think about because, as 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 you know, um, I'm fascinated with with the horror tradition and horror in general, and about what it means to write horror and why we write it and things like that. And I uh, I had this line that that just terrified me for the longest time i ended up writing it into a into a short one of my one of my short stories but i think i think the line was something like it was a call and response and it was a husband saying um do the dead dream and the quote-unquote wife saying we do and i still dream of you and so there's this whole idea of you know we put so much of an emphasis on sight and and things like that but but you know we know that the things like scent and sound, they evoke memory just as just as strongly, if not more strongly. And so it made me wonder if we can see ghosts, you know, so many of these ghost quote unquote sightings are people hearing things. And so I think that if any of us are ever going to see a ghost, we're going to see it with our ears. And I think that that's what whoever the hell that guy was that was just uh, telling you that story about his dead wife. I think that's what he experienced. Oh, man. You know, it's funny because I I should have written this down beforehand, huh. but I thought when he hears this, it's going to be a creepy ghost woman in a rocking chair <laughs> in a corner. I swear to you. That's I, what I thought. I have a That's type. why I picked it. Yeah. I honestly, that's why I picked it. Oh, uh, and you launched into some Mike Flanagan nonsense <laughs> that I could not have loved more. Incredible. Thanks, it was man. incredible. Thanks, man. Sincerely. Oh, thanks. <sighs> you destroyed sound number three. Oh, thank you. So, so sound number four yeah. is going to destroy me. I'm sure. Um, Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Let's go right into it. Okay. Town number four.
Okay. I'm going to go a completely different direction with this and just say, I don't know how any of us in our, in our 30s, in our 40s, how we ever thought going to parties was fun. How we ever thought going out to, to bars and raging until three in the morning was fun. So the best way to really kind of do this, and I, I've, I've found that I've been doing this a lot just because of, of the pandemic and um, my, my beautiful, beautiful uh, reason for living at home now. Um, I get on Instagram and I get on, you know, Snapchat and all that. And I look at all of these, these videos of these parties and these get togethers and New Year's and this and that. And it's the same thing every time. It is a wall of sound video that you can't understand. And the realization, thank God I'm not doing that. And I hear this sound and I hear all these animals doing the same and like doing the exact same thing. It sounds like there's just chaos. And I'm like, how in the world? Was there a point in my life where I would, you know, sit up, pause my GameCube probably at the time and say, you know what, Dylan, I have an idea. How about you get dressed up, like really dressed up for some weird reason with a collared shirt on and go and spend like $80 um, in some weird giant mating ritual uh, that mm. other members of your ilk will also engage in. And I yeah. just like, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm telling you, it's. Even with wedding videos, like I love going to weddings. I have the time of my life at weddings. But if you've ever watched one of those videos and not have the context of the event itself, like you don't have the emotions associated with the wedding. You don't have the emotions associated with going to the New Year's Eve party. And you're just kind of watching it after the fact. I don't know. It's it's just not as appetizing. It just sure. it almost, it almost seems, means nothing. Yeah, it's like it's like it's meaningless. This is this is vacuous, and this is something that I love doing. Maybe that just means that like we're getting older. Um, but like, I had some friends who just had a baby, and like they're taking their baby to a whole bunch of different stuff. Like they took their baby to a football game and a whole bunch of stuff like that. And the baby's like my my daughter's age, and my daughter's like four weeks old. And I'm just right. like, absolutely, why? No, how could you? How could you even? No, I understand let's, completely where you're going. Let's stay yeah, home. Absolutely. We'll stay home. We'll Please. heat up a bottle of milk. Yeah, and then oh, we'll yeah. read. We'll read some some books together. That's what we'll do. Maybe we'll yeah. watch some Hawkeye. It'll be great. We'll watch some of Daddy's favorite Star Wars. <laughs> we'll watch we'll watch all of them. <laughs> a Star War or two. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I I I, I get it mm. that you you really put that together. Yes. Again, unexpected, but that's <laughs> this is the result I was hoping okay, for. Okay, good. I'm glad. So I'm glad. So far, so great. Oh, dude. Um, the pressure. We've got two on. more sounds. Let's We've do got it. two more sounds. All right. Okay, maybe this is a weird direction to take this in, but um, I think one of the closest things, like 
in the world that we have to actual magic is math. I hate math, okay? I hate it so much. I'm with you. It's Big stupid. Time. I don't need it. No one needs it. Mathematicians don't even like being mathematicians. I don't even know a mathematician, but I can assume that's what they'd say. But They do it because they have to. Yeah, it's like, oh, these numbers. <laughs> these numbers said they're going to kill my family. But, um, <laughs> but math, because some of the most beautiful things in the world can be broken down into just the math, into just the numbers. Everything from, you know, you. I went to Paris for my honeymoon. I love, I love Paris. It is, it is one of the most amazing overrated cities in the world. I would go back in a heartbeat. Um, but if you look at like Notre Dame, like look at that cathedral and you look at how everything is, is perfectly balanced. You have, you know, the spires are perfectly um thrust into the sky and 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 the buttresses are perfectly buttressed or whatever all of that is because of the mathematics behind it and the reason why this sound made me think of it is because so i've been musical quote unquote according to my wife that's the word she uses i've been musical for most of my life i took i know for a fact you are musical oh thanks i you can't deny it i took i took piano as a kid i um i picked up guitar in in an attempt to pick up women and it worked because i married someone (laughs) who liked my guitar playing um and i sang like vocal music and stuff but whenever I, i was actually learning how to read music and everything i discovered that the reason why music makes sense and why certain notes make sense together and why even dissonant harmonies make sense, um, like in that, in that piece that you just played, is because of the math. There is an answer numerically to why everything works. And I just think that that is the most magical and bizarre thing in the world is that, you know, everything can be broken down into its component numerical value and in that value, in those details, you find the devil, you find the truth, you find everything that you could possibly need, which is why it's so funny how in, um, in, in, in you know, Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm, how yes. you know you have what's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. It's 40, Isn't it 42? 42. <laughs> 42. <laughs> because everything is math, baby. Um, but, but, dude, I like that. I like that, that, that piece a lot. What was that? Yeah, I can uh, get it for you afterwards. I, I found it on a, on just like a sound, in, in like a sound library, Dude. just on a website. So, uh, yeah, I'll I'll put uh, information about the sounds and stuff in the description, oh, so perfect. people can if they want to get that they can. Um, but yeah, that was like a complete little piece that I found. Yeah, I thought it was, mm. I thought it was quite interesting. What I liked about it is that it does seem like it's one thing, but then there are these notes of other flavors mm-hmm. and other emotions that might mean something else yeah. what does it mean yeah. what what are we conveying here did you think so did you think it started out somber and became hopeful yeah but with some bullshit in the middle exactly it's like life man <laughs> oh there it is <laughs> it starts out and you're crying and it's weird and it's bright and you don't like it and then there's just some bullshit in the middle and then it ends happily because god willing you know god willing the creek don't rise and ends happily man there we go <laughs> did you think we'd go here? No, I didn't. I didn't. This is what happens, man, when, when I don't sleep. The final sound is upon us. Oh, baby. Yeah. All right, here we go. Final sound. Sound number six, if you can believe it.
okay, I'm going to, I'm going to round this out and, and what I think of as an appropriate way with what's going on in my life. But, um, I'm going to start with the word and then tell you why this reminds me of it. The word is time. Um, and it's time based on a memory that I have from my childhood. So I kind of alluded to this when I was talking, we were talking about our foxes. Um, but I grew up in the Lawton Fort Sill area of Oklahoma. And for those of you, Oh, Hey Todd, my dog just walked in. He heard, he must've heard the foxes what? earlier. <laughs> what up Todd? Hey Todd, how you doing bro? But so I grew up in, in the Lawton Fort Sill area at Southwest Oklahoma. And a lot of people don't realize we have mountains in Oklahoma. They're tiny mountains, but they're still mountains. It's called the Wichita mountains. And every weekend, um, when it was warm enough, my dad would take my sister and I for a hike and, you know, I loved hikes. Don't get me wrong. Hikes are great. But every once in a while, you know, you're a kid. You want to do something else. I want to go get on Napster. I want to download, you know, uh, Blink-182 songs. And I want to, you Blue know. Biscuits Break Stuff. Yeah. I, I really, I want to download example. the unedited version of Break Stuff because you all yes. got me the edited album. Um, yeah. But I remember one thing I used to do is I used to, Dad, you know, how much longer do we have to do this? How much longer do we have? until we're at the top, until we get to go home. My dad had this really weird way of describing time. He would say, well, Dylan, we have, we're almost there, but it's going to take us about one Disney movie to get to the top. And, you know, he didn't say, oh, about an hour and 10, hour 20. He would say, it's going to take us one Disney movie, two Disney movies. It's going to take us an episode of Scooby-Doo and half a Disney movie. He would measure time that way. And it got me thinking kind of about how I'm measuring time now, because time means something very different now. Uh, you know, the big joke is, you know, as, as, as new parents, they talk about, you know, oh, how much are you sleeping? You're hardly sleeping at all. And I realized that I don't measure like the sleep I get or the sleep I don't get in hours or minutes. It's more in what is, what is the baby doing? What is, what's going on? Um, another thing that I've noticed is during the day, I just turn on movies during the day and, and, you know, my wife's like, okay, well, how long has the baby been sleeping? And I'm like, well, she's been sleeping for uh, one Miyazaki and uh, two adventure times. <laughs> and, and it's just this idea. And it's something that, 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 that Leslie and I've been joking around about a lot. It's, it's how we want to spend our time and how we want to spend our money. And it's, it's, it's the answer to both of those is, is through experiences. Um, because I don't want to be sitting here and just counting the hours like, okay, well, it's been two hours time to wake up the baby. It's like, no, I, I feel like when we measure time numerically, I'm going to hate on math now. So math, screw yeah. you. I don't like you for this sound. But when we look at Get things, when we look at things mathematically and we look at things numerically, I feel like it can take out the human aspect to it a little bit, um, which is why music is so fascinating and, and, and why architecture is so fascinating. But by measuring time in, in this way, in the one Disney movie, the one episode of Adventure Time, and you know the uh, the the how many how many hiccups came out of the baby tonight, and, and how <laughs> and all that, I feel like you you're forced to live in the moment um, because you just have to wait it out versus count it down, and so yeah. that's what that sound tells me. That sound reminds me. You know, the, the sound of the footsteps makes me think of going up the mountain with my dad and reminding me to live it up, uh, not count it down. Wow. Profound. Hey. Legitimately. Hey. Really know, good. Thanks, man. Really good. Uh, I would not have gone that direction. To me, the first thing I thought of was um, 
let the right one in when the oh. when the guy's in the woods. Dude. He's got the bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so that's what I thought of. So I got a I got a problem. You got this uh, amazing idea, and I got a weird uh, killer in the woods. Oh, bro, for for what it's worth, I say that I will always say my first idea, but rest assured, for every single one of these sounds creeping very close behind is something that I would be put on watch lists if I disclosed. Right. <laughs> yes. So, yes. So don't don't worry don't worry you're not alone in that but no it's uh it's it's weird I I I I wanted to I wanted to, as as best as I could to remain honest and not just be here and be like yeah. everything is going to be related to this but I don't know why I'm I think the great thing about exercises like this is and I encourage everyone who's who's listening to I mean try this sometime is it really kind of helps you get out what you're going through subconsciously and what you kind mm-hmm. of have and what you're thinking about and what's at the forefront of your brain and it's clear that I'm thinking a lot about death and time and babies, yeah. which I guess that's a good thing. I think it'd be kind of weird if I was stuff. like, yeah. stuff. every single sound I'm thinking of a different like McDonald's menu item. It's like, this one <laughs> reminds me of the McDouble. Oh, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know, man. That's one way to go. Hey, that's one way to go. Dude, this is awesome. This was honestly, I mm. I did not know what to really expect. I knew I, I needed you for this, oh, and I thanks. I was right. I think I I think I couldn't have done this without a guest like you. Thanks, man. Uh, you you nailed it, and I I'm so happy that you were able to go all these different directions and just pull out all these ideas and even a short story. No, yeah, that that was that one surprised me, and I've already forgotten it, so I'll have to listen back. Good news, we recorded. Oh it. heck yeah! I did that thing where <laughs> it's like the thing that you that you hear about, you know, mediums doing where they, they cross their eyes up and their hand starts moving, and if you put a piece of paper down, you know, they write, you know, automatic writing. Yeah, please, please, Postmates me some Burger King, <laughs> angry ghosts. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> well, I, I I want to truly thank you for taking part in this experiment with me. Oh, of course, uh, man. I really, really enjoyed it. And if nothing else, good to see you. Good to catch up. Great to see you too, man. Uh, yeah. Do you want to plug anything while you're here? Well, I don't really have anything to plug right now. I do want to say for those of you who uh, who, who may or may not follow me on socials, uh, my buddy Dylan and I got together and we wrote a, uh, a story for children that's not for children called Crumpus Knocked. And um, he and I were going to release it in full in January, but he and I realized that um, much like, uh, like, like, I guess many things can do, it's, it's grown. It's gotten much bigger than we intended for it to, um, which means it absolutely needs to continue growing. And so we are postponing that for now. And instead, we may or may not have a nice little box set of multiple interconnected and related projects coming out in December of this year. <laughs> um, and so, all right. Uh, that's all I have to plug. And the other thing is, I mean, I don't know. Watch some movies. I, th- maybe this is going a little bit too far afield, but what was your favorite movie of, of 2021, DK? It's hard not to say Psycho Gorman. Oh. It's so hard not to say Psycho Gorman. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of love for Dune, mm-hmm. but I, I think maybe it, it's probably Psycho Gorman, Dude, if I'm being honest with myself. I need to see it. I haven't seen it. You haven't? No, I oh, haven't okay. seen it. I, uh, I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to justify being able to say that my favorite movie was actually a show and it was Midnight Mass, but I can't. Oh, yeah, that's a given. Yeah, right? I can't do yeah. that. And so, I, dude, I need to watch Psycho Gorman, but I got to tell you, it's beginning a lot of heat, but I actually might go downstairs and watch The French Dispatch again. 
I absolutely yeah. loved that freaking pretentious movie that had a lot more <laughs> nudity than I expected. Um, but I'm glad to see that we're both on the Chalamet um, chariot. Oh, we're on that train. Yeah. Oh, chariot. He would have a chariot, yeah. not a train. Yeah, what if am he, I saying? Yeah, if, if he has a train, it's like one of those fancy trains from the Hunger Games, probably. Oh, yes. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz is definitely on <laughs> It's me. On he's the in train. there, right? <laughs> he can be if he wants to be. Okay. I think he's in it. And if he's not, hey, Lenny Kravitz is on dude, the train. Dude, okay, so, <laughs> Le- so Lenny Kravitz imitations have somehow come into play in my life because since my daughter's name is Eloise, I started going, Eloise. Oh. And so now oh, that's yeah. a thing. But then the other thing that's been happening is I've started sending my friends fake voicemails from David Lynch. And it's oh. my new favorite thing to do. I actually just uh, just tweeted something at George, but it's just like – I texted my buddies and I'm like, hey, have you heard about this George Lucas, David Lynch thing? And they're like, no. And I said, yeah, originally David Lynch was asked to direct Return of the Jedi. And so I left this message. Yeah, I was like, that's true. I was like, hey, George, it's me, David. I love the screenplay. Great story. Ewoks, wow. They're bears, right? Anyway. And so just like sending all these stupid messages. <laughs> it's bears, Coop. Little bears. Bears, Coop. <laughs> so good. <laughs> So good. Oh, but I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't even know. Let's just appreciate Lynch for two seconds. And appreciated. That was there. That was it. That was tasty. (laughs) Good morning. I love his weather report. Yeah. Good morning. (laughs) Yeah. And he goes, it is Friday, December 17. (laughs) Yeah. He'll say December 1, a Friday, if you can believe it. And would it's, you believe it? <laughs> this is so, so good. Yeah. I think last time we 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 spent a whole lot of time doing Schwarzenegger impressions and now we're doing Lynch. This is what's gonna happen. I'll come yeah. up with a new character for next time. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it. Well, I, I thank you very much for being here. Course, and uh, yeah, thanks for doing this with me, man. Of course, dude. I will see you on the internet and uh, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs>